We're going to talk about NAFTA. And if you're just joining us, Alex is off tonight. I'm Arlene Bynan in the chair. Uh, we talked about how happy Christian Freeland sounded because we know that NAFTA's on the ropes and Mexico and the U.S. having these uh, closed conversations. It looked like we were being shut out in a mean girls movie. And But then Christian Freeland making a, a statement yesterday and she sounded so happy. Let's Let's hear her again with all that joy. What we've agreed with the U.S. and Mexico is once the work on those bilateral issues is done, then Canada is looking forward to joining the negotiation and a swift conclusion of the NAFTA negotiations. Now, I don't know, is she nervous or is she happy? We thought she was happy. There was a lot of joy saying, all right, everything you heard is not happening. We are back. And then today we hear that Mexico is saying, well, actually, there's really no need for Canada to get involved. Have we been shut out of these NAFTA negotiations? Things change so very, very quickly. Now, I know the Prime Minister today said he was encouraged by these NAFTA talks. Others say, according to Mexico, maybe we shouldn't even be part of it. What are we to believe? Ian Lee, Associate Professor, Sprott School of Business at Carleton University. Ian Lee, welcome. How are you? My great pleasure, Arlene. I'm doing just fine, and I'm sorry, but I have to completely and categorically disagree with Ms. Freeman and, and uh, the, the minister, the Freeland. Excuse me. And and I do have enormous respect for her, but she is a cabinet minister, and the principle of cabinet uh, solidarity is, is that you must support the government policy. What she said to you last night was pure spin. Now, let me explain why I'm saying something so provocative. Okay, for the, I was around, I started teaching in 1988 when the, the FTA, it was called, was mm-hmm. in the election, and I was called to come out and give presentations and debate the Council of Canadians. And then, of course, it morphed into NAFTA. Where am I going with this? From then until only last week, the negotiations have always been trilateral. Tri means three, as in the word tricycle. You got it. It is not by, it's tri. And for the first time since NAFTA was a gleam in the eye of Brian Mulroney, <laughs> for the first time, we were pushed out. Why? Because I argue, this is an interpretation I'm giving you, and people can challenge it, but I argue that what happened was the Americans and the Mexicans got fed up became frustrated with Canada's refusal, stated very publicly, repeatedly, over and over, by both the Prime Minister and Minister Freeland, we are here to save and protect the seven or eight protected industries, supply management, telecom, airlines, banking. We are not going to give an inch. We're going to defend them to the last cow dies, or whatever the phrase is. And they got frustrated. And so they said, look, we're not going anywhere with the Canadians. They're just not putting water in their wine. They're not negotiating in good faith. So let's move to a bilateral deal. There's lots of evidence for what I'm saying, uh, because they're speaking out in both the Trump administration 
and the Mexican administration. And they both said, we don't want Canada at the bilateral. Now, here, Arlene, is the kicker, and here's where I'm going. Yeah. And this is why this is so dangerous. So this mm-hmm. isn't just an idle conversation of, you know, mean girls or something kicking yeah. somebody out of, the, out of the, the, mm-hmm. the party that night. What I think is going on is very, very real and very, very serious. I think what the Mexicans and the Americans are doing is, yes, negotiating a bilateral deal, and they're going to deal with all of the irritants and issues relating to a sunset clause and the auto domestic continent. And lay it at Canada's feet. And then they're going to come back to Canada and say, this is the deal. Take it or leave it. Yeah, I, I, you know, my gut says you're true. This is true because it, it, it just didn't feel right. Did it? I mean, I talked to officials from Mexico. You and I have talked about this forever and ever. And Mexican officials remember when we were the favored ones, and they were saying, "Please, Canada, don't leave us." We, you know, I remember a warning from a former Mexican congressman saying, "If you do a bilateral deal, Canada with the United States, Donald Trump will treat you the same way he's treating Mexico." Well, my, my, my! Look at what's happened, and Christian Freeland may be putting a very brave face on yes. this ian yes. you know but we've got big news today of course maxime bernier but the word supply management is connected to that story and it now is. we have this if we have to budge on supply management wow <laughs> but it looks like we have to Arlene, this is really, really fascinating because I think we're coming to a really an inflection point, as, as some people call it in strategy, which is what I teach. That is to say, he is going, he and the Mexicans are going to present this deal to Canada. Take it or leave it. If you don't want it, you can go away. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Or you buy in. The Canadian counter response initially is going to be, but, 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 we want to negotiate some more. And they're going to say, no, 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 no. That train has left the station. It is yes or no. Then Mr. Trudeau has an incredibly difficult, a really brutally difficult decision. Does he eat a lot of crow for which he will be publicly, mercilessly attacked for caving into Donald Trump and agreeing to it? Or... Does he wrap himself in the flag of Captain Canada and walk away and say, no way, I'm going to stand up for Canadian values, and then he's going to be attacked mercilessly as the guy losing who the screwed deal. up and lo- lost the deal. The deal. They, he they couldn't close the yeah. deal. We're going to have to budge. You and I have talked about this. It's very I clear. So. I mean, I so. it, whatever I feel about it, whatever you feel about it, whatever yes. believers yes. in supply management, we don't have a lot of bargaining power. No, and we don't. Both parties have stuck in on this Ian and eventually I always thought and I told you this all those progressive things that were added I thought they added them on for their own brand here in Canada for their own base and then they were going to say we gave it the old college try and rip them off and keep what's important. Uh, I, I think that, that, that that's exactly my okay. view. Mm-hmm. I think, though, that there's going to be... Bl- you see, he compromised too late. It's, it's often life is in timing. And it I is. Mean by that, and there was it, nothing wrong with going out and showing the flag, uh, hey, we're the party of progressive But, he, but he lost his timing. And speaking he, of timing, exactly I would right. like to say <laughs> I'm getting the international sign of running okay. out of time. Ian right. Lee, it was great to have you. Thank you. My great pleasure, Arlie. Thank All you. Right. Cheers. And I won't tell you what that sign is in radio. You, you might be alarmed. Ian Lee, Associate Professor, Sprout School of Business at Carleton University. I'm Arlene Bonin for Alex Pearson. This is On Point, and this is Global News Radio.